Blog Talk Radio. We all have inner work to do. Real life, real faith is an opportunity to connect with Cheryl and her guests as they take you on a journey to help you become your authentic self. Whether you need help goal setting, developing coping skills, or connecting with a power greater than yourself, Cheryl is here to walk with you on your path to personal transformation. Get inspired as Cheryl lets you become an active participant or just sit back and glean from the messages delivered. It's Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. Donald Trump consistently smears the character of Muslims. He disrespects other minorities, women, judges, even his own party leadership. He vows to build walls and ban us from this country. Donald Trump, you're asking Americans to trust you with their future. Let me ask you, have you even read the United States Constitution? I will, I will gladly lend you my copy. In this document, look for the words, look for the words liberty and equal protection of law. Have you ever been to Arlington Cemetery? Go look at the graves of brave patriots who died defending United States of America. You will see all faiths, genders, and ethnicities. You have sacrificed nothing, and no one we cannot solve. We cannot solve our problems by building walls. There was a man named Kaiser Khan speaking at the Democratic Convention. His son, Captain Humayun Khan, was killed serving in Iraq. And he had some very tough questions for you. He said you wouldn't have even let his son in America. He yeah. doesn't know. He doesn't know that. I saw him. He was, uh, you know, very emotional and probably looked like uh, a nice guy to me. His wife, uh, if you look at his wife, she was standing there. She had nothing to say. She probably, maybe she wasn't allowed to have anything to say. You tell me, but plenty of people have written that. Uh, she uh, she was extremely quiet and it looked like she had nothing to say. A lot of people have said that uh, and personally uh, I watched him. I wish him the best of luck. George. What would you say to that father? Well, I'd say we've had a lot of problems with radical Islamic terrorism. That's what I'd say. We have a lot of problems where you look at San Bernardino, you look at Orlando, you look at the World Trade Center, you look at so many different things. You look at what happened to the priest over the weekend in Paris where his throat was cut, 85-year-old beloved Catholic priest. You look at what happened in Nice, France a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I'd say you've got to take a look at that because something's going on and it's not good. 
He said, you have sacrificed nothing and no one. Well, that sounds, uh, who wrote that? Did uh, Hillary's uh, scriptwriters write it? How would you answer that, Father? What sacrifice have you made for your country? I think I've made a lot of sacrifices. Uh, I work very, very hard. I've created thousands and thousands of jobs, tens of thousands of jobs. Uh, I think Those I've are sacrifices? Oh, sure, I think they're sacrifices. I think when I can employ thousands and thousands of people, take care of their education, take care of so many things, even in military, I mean, I was very responsible along with a group of people for getting the Vietnam Memorial built in downtown Manhattan, which to this day people thank me for. Uh, I raised and I have raised millions of dollars for the vets. I'm helping the vets a lot. I think my popularity with the vets is through the roof. So there you have it. That is our president-elect, Donald Trump. This is Real Life, Real Faith. I'm your host, Shirley to Donovan, and um, you had an opportunity to hear President-elect Trump respond to some of the words that were said by Mr. Khan, whose son uh, is a soldier, a fallen soldier for the United States Army and also happens to be Muslim. Um, As you probably know by now, uh, Donald Trump is the president-elect for the United States of America. Hillary Clinton uh, still seems to be in the forefront with regards to the popular vote but apparently Donald Trump has won with the Electoral College. There are still very uh, some people that, that are looking for a last-ditch opportunity to be able to over, overturn that, um, but it remains to be seen. It's something that I think, if it has been done before, it's probably been a very, very long time since it was able to be done, um, thinking that perhaps the Electoral College could vote opposite of what their various states have voted. Um, She would need some 20, 30 votes in that regard to happen in order for her to win the Electoral College as well. Um, Who knows? Uh, Stranger things have happened. This has been a very, very uh, volatile election season, and um, I don't know. You know, when I look at it, I I wonder – as I go through everything that I've seen so far with the the entire election process and what has occurred since then, it, it begs the question, is this maybe what we needed in order to have a real conversation about race relations here in the United States? Now, before we really get started on that question, I just want to let you know that tonight we are or we're expecting Latanya Gilliard on the broadcast. She's a multi-talented singer and actress that is available for television, stage, film, commercials, musicals, and all things entertainment through Elisa Gabriel Entertainment. Hopefully, Latanya will be able to join us during the broadcast tonight before we um, we leave. But uh, until that time, I just kind of want to talk about the, the way that our country uh, is moving right now. I, I would have hoped that in my lifetime I would not have seen us uh, regress. I really believe that that is what we are looking at right now as we see uh, things on on various types of media where there are children in classrooms yelling, you know, build a wall, build a wall, and little Hispanic children crying as a result of that, um, where we see um, these different types of articles and things popping up on college campuses that say things like, why? A white woman should not marry a black man because they're abusive, because they're lazy. 
And you know, while I, you know, while there may be some truth to any of that, the, at the end of the day, it does not just span only African American uh, uh, people, African American individuals. We find bad in every race that exists, just just as we find good in every race that exists. And I, you know, I kind of wonder sometimes if this is not a perfect opportunity for us, as I said before, to just kind of get out there and, and really talk about it, because I believe there are a lot of um, uh, people that thought that racism did not exist or that if it did exist, it was in very small numbers. Yet now, you know, at one of the high schools, even here in Houston, well, it's not actually in Houston. I think they call it Klein, where I, I believe I have relatives that have either worked in that district or live in that area. Um, these these kids have taken a picture and said, you know, redneck nation, if you don't like it, we're here to stay and that kind of thing. And, and, it lets you recognize that, you know, as much as we would love to believe that we have arrived, well, not even so much arrived, but uh, as much as we'd like to believe that we have made some great strides with regards to race relations in our country, at the end of the day, when we see things like that, we recognize that perhaps we have not come quite as far as um, quite as far as we thought we had come. I, I believe we have a caller on the line tonight. Tony D is here with us that may want to talk a little bit uh, about that particular subject. And, you know, and I, I don't know, the jury is still out for me to perhaps the um, Donald Trump's rationale why he wanted to run or why he wanted to run the type of campaign that he did run. I do know this, if nothing else, he has definitely shown us that there are still people in this country that believe in uh, separation, that believe in the business, that believe in in, um, uh, our not coming together as one as a country. And, Tony, I'm going to ask you real quick. I just opened up your line. It's a little bit of a noise in the background. If you can get somewhere a little bit quieter, maybe turn down. If you're listening to it on the computer, turn it down a little bit. And maybe give us a little bit of your insight on what we're looking at in the uh, aftermath of the election that just took place. Tony, are you there with us? Tony, are you there with us? Hello, Cheryl. Hello, Cheryl. Can you hear me now? Hello, Cheryl. Hello, Cheryl. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay. Yes. All right. All, All right. right. In regards to, in regards to the election process, it's a great thing. Donald Trump is 35 years old, born in America. The election process works. Anybody can be president. It, it is a, a fact mm-hmm. more than ever that anybody can be president. We have to look at that. That's a good thing. That, that's mm-hmm. definitely a good thing. No matter who the person is, we don't like it, but it worked. So at this point, mm-hmm. black people, I think, have with this particular presidency, we need to move on because mm-hmm. it, it, what I believe it has my theory is you can't buy the White House. 
You can't rig the election. You can't buy it. And I think Hillary Clinton tried to do that. I mm. think he was put in as a, as a pawn, and it backfired. I don't think he wanted mm-hmm. to be there. But the benefit of it mm. is, is he don't know what he don't know. So, therefore, he's going to have to ask for help. The man's brilliant. He's made a bunch of money. So he's intelligent mm-hmm. to some degree. He knows how to conduct some business. So I believe he's going to put the mm-hmm. right people in the right place where he doesn't know anything. Now, as black people, I don't think we have anything to be worried about. The racism mm-hmm. that, that the bison that he put in the country is more, he, he didn't come off as racist. He's a bigot. He's a bigot, but as far as racist, I don't think so. And he's more of a classist person than he is anything else. Mm-hmm. It's about money and what you're doing. And we need to recognize mm-hmm. that he, he's a capitalist. He believes in the money. Mm-hmm. He believes in America. And you got to agree mm-hmm. with that. The immigration, I have no problem. I don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. If you're not supposed to be here, you're messing around, you can't get out. You got to go. You got to go. Mm-hmm. Free it up for people mm-hmm. that are supposed to be here. I believe it's going to do a lot for black people. We just can't fall for the okie doke of the media. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting that, that you said that because, I, you know, I believe, too, that a lot of what we're looking at to some degree is um, – falls more along economic lines and, like you said, class lines than it does so much black and white, even though um, I think that um, the way that things are portrayed, they lean more towards uh, dividing us by race. I think our real divide is economically. Correct, correct. And we have to... As a community and as individuals, especially your lower class, middle class, I, I believe we, we, it's going to be very beneficial for us in the short term. He's going to ta- he's going to do mm-hmm. some things with taxes. Your money's going to come in. American production is going to go. The GDP, the dollar's going to strengthen. I only think the only thing that can happen that that could maybe hurt that's going to be in the foreign the foreign department. We're going to see what he does there. I don't know, but domestically, I think mm-hmm. he's going to do very well. But you're going to have to be prepared for the long term. I see a recession taking place again in about another 20 years. And what's going to happen mm. is you're going to get money. People are going to get a lot of money. You're going to start to get money. Your checks are going to be bigger. Taxes are going to change. Your laws are going to change. But what's going to happen is when it's time for you to retire in 25 years, people 40 years old, 45 years old, when it's time to retire, he's not going to get rid of Medicare, Social Security, that kind of thing. It's going to be there, but the pot won't be as big. The coffer won't be as full. Because he's going to let, allow you to plan for your own retirement. So people are going to have to start learning mm-hmm. how to save. It's not going to be like the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel like the 90s. But if you get caught up in knowing that and the spending and, the, and, and what he can possibly do for the country domestically, you're going to get caught in the long term and you get older and it's time to retire. Well, it sounds like what you're saying is that um, particularly in the African-American community, we need to be educated financially. We need to get some financial literacy going on in order to put ourselves in position to benefit from whatever may be coming forward in in the short term. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get a lot of people. The news media is going to give two different – you're going to see two sides of Trump over the next couple of years, months especially. Certain media is going to try to make him demigod. They're going to try to just demean a dude. They're going to try to they're going to destroy him. And then you're going to have us. We're going to try mm-hmm. to show his softest, his story, his, who he is as a man. He's going to change a little bit, too. But again, he didn't plan on mm-hmm. it happening. He had no plan for what I was going to do if I win. Now he's got mm-hmm. people that are going to have to change it up and change the appearance because he's the face of America for the next four years. 
Wow. Uh, well, you know, I thank you so much for, for chiming in tonight with some of your insight on this. I think that uh, it, it definitely um, leaves a lot to look at. There are a lot of things that we need to think about as far as uh, being African American, and even for that matter, Hispanic minorities, period. There are a lot of things that we need to, uh, I believe, look inwardly for in order to get ourselves into a place where we can um we we don't have to be quite so concerned about um, who is or isn't for us with regard to government issues, but rather looking to ourselves to be able to create some of the things that we're trying to see manifest from the government level. So I thank you for that, and I think it's some really good insight. We appreciate you, Tony D. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, everybody, in just a few moments, we'll be talking with Latanya Black-Gilliard. She is a multi-talented singer and actress, and she's also represented by Lisa Gabriel Entertainment. We'll be back in just a moment on Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. This is the news. This morning, we are saluting the 2.2 million women who have joined in the war effort. They now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. The prestigious Harvard Medical School is breaking ground today, opening its doors to new female applicants. Today, little girls all over the world look to the sky, where the first woman is now in space. Military stereotypes are challenged today with the trailblazing promotion of a U.S. female officer to four-star general. It was just announced that the vast majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. Hi, I'm Layla Ali. I might be undefeated in professional boxing, but there's one problem even I can't fight alone. Childhood hunger. Over 17 million kids in America may not know where their next meal is coming from. That's one in five children. Yet billions of pounds of surplus food produced right here in America just get thrown out every year. That's more than enough to feed every last hungry child. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to hungry kids before it goes to waste. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank by going to feedingamerica.org. Together we can knock out hunger. Together we're Feeding America. To help solve hunger in your community and to find your local food bank, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life, Real Faith. I am your host, Cheryl H. Donovan, and tonight we have LaTanya Black-Gilliard joining us for our um, broadcast. LaTanya, you have a little bit of background noise back there. Can you, is there any way for you to get away from that? You know what? I am so sorry. I am in my car. Um, okay. Can you hear me at all? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. That's fine. No problem. So listen, one, the, the first question I wanted to ask you tonight is this, because I know you, you're sort of a renaissance woman. You do a little bit of everything. You're an entertainer. You're an author. You have, you're a wife. You know, you do some of everything. If you had to tell us anything about yourself, what would you, who would you tell us Latanya is? 
I am somebody who's constantly changing and growing and learning. I, I, I've become a researcher, and I don't take anything at face value anymore. And I just believe uh, when you said renaissance, that's, that's pretty good <laughs> because I, I, I don't um, just go with the flow, the okie doke you know, I was just saying, it's funny that you said that because we had someone uh, call into the talk portion when we were doing our hot topics and they said the same thing about not falling for the okie doke as we were uh, thinking about and looking at this, uh, reflecting on, I guess I should say, this year's election and the fact that Donald Trump is our president-elect. So I think since you said that, I just kind of want to ask you about that. What, what do you think about that? I, I, I don't know that. Um, I don't know that. I, I, I think the jury is still out for me with him. I don't know. What do you think? Well, what do I think about Trump? Or just him being president-elect? Period. Any of that? Well, <laughs> here's my thing. I. Really, I'm a trusting person as far as God is sovereign, and I don't care who is in that White House. It is not going to affect me. It's not going to stop anything that I want and need to do with my life. It never has and never will. We lived through Mm -hmm. Ronald Reagan, who cut the money for funding when I was at school. And, I, you know, I had to adjust and do things for that, but then everything came out fine. It's just like we need to stop operating out of fear and just mm. live our lives. So it's like who are you going to believe? Who do you trust? My trust has never been in the White House. My trust has never been right. in a mere man. So I don't care if it was him. I don't care if it was Hillary. It's still not going to affect anything that's going on with my life. And I, I feel like everybody mm-hmm. needs to take that stance and stop being so worried. It's like if you worry, there's no need to pray. But if you pray, there's no need to worry. Be about your life and, and find out what, yeah. you, what you came yeah. to this planet to do and just do it. Yeah. And you know what? That is a powerful statement. I think I, I agree with you on that. I, I, you know, at the end of the day, it, it depends on who we put our trust in, who our ultimate source really is. And if it's a sovereign God, as you said earlier, then there really is nothing for us to worry about. We will be taken care of because the Bible is exactly of stories where where kings, you know, that, that did not like the chosen people of God tried to do everything they could to uh, keep them from, from living their lives. And at the end of the day, they never succeeded, and the people were just right. fine. So I do agree with that. I, I believe that. Yes, yes. So you, you're in the yeah, you're you're in the entertainment industry. How how did you go about getting into the entertainment industry? And what would you tell someone that is trying to get where you are? It's all about relationships. Um, it's definitely who you know, especially the mm-hmm. way I started, which was in music. Um, mm-hmm. because I I really just kind of just I just believed when I moved out here to L.A. ten years ago, and um, I started just helping my son get into his career in acting, and he we got him an agent, and he booked a major motion picture, so I became like the momager, you know. Um, okay. And that's what it was 
Yeah, and that's what I was doing. And then I said, you know what? I just see myself with the musicians that I need and meeting the people that I need to. And so I started to really un- realize and understand that though I had, you know, an ability and talent or whatever to sing, you really got to believe in it, first of all. You got to believe that mm-hmm. you, you're good mm-hmm. enough to stop comparing yourself to people. That comparison mm-hmm. thing is what everybody needs to avoid, and that's the first thing we do. That will wreck and kill, compare yourself mm-hmm. to anyone. That's the first thing mm-hmm. I would tell anybody. And then the secondly, it's who you know. Get out and form relationships because it's mm-hmm. amazing how you can end up in the right place in front of the right people at the right time. Mm-hmm. And that is so true. It's not about what you know. It's definitely about who you know. I've seen so many people in in the in the industry, in radio and television. You know, even even motivational speakers, authors, things like that. And you know, you you look at some of, the, of their work and you think. Okay, well, that was pretty good, but it's not necessarily the best I've seen. I know somebody over here in a little community theater that I think is actually a whole lot better than they are or a better singer than they are, whatever the case may be, but because they did not have those relationships, they have not been able to get to some of the places that they were trying to go. So I think that that is so, so true. And that whole comparison thing, oh, my God, if we could ever get out of that, and and just, like you said, live our own lives and know what our own purposes are and cultivate our own gifts and talents, it would get us so much further than uh, what we normally tend to do. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And and that's, mm-hmm. you've got to believe in it. That is true. And, and then just being uh, sensitive enough to know when you need to make a move. Because I left North mm-hmm. Carolina, and that was the best thing I could have done. <laughs> and a lot of people are afraid to make a move like that, you know, from one end of the country to the next. But, yeah, you just have to – fear just has to go. can't do anything in fear. So, you know what, I'm listening to you, and and what I hear you saying is basically that faith and fear can't live in the same place. And it sounds like you have taken it upon yourself to make some important faith moves. So when you hear the word faith, what does that actually mean to you? You know what? It's so funny you asked me that because I made up my own acronym for F-A-I-T-H. Okay. And I believe that stands for me as feeling as if this happened because mm. I learned, and that's how I moved out here. Um, I put a, a board in the middle on a pedestal on my floor, and I had a list of all the things that I needed to get done, and I just checked them off like they had already been done, even though they hadn't, but I looked at it as it's already done. And I said, okay, $6,000, need that to move. I'm like, I don't know how that's happening, but it's it's done. And, and sure enough, it's so it, it came, it coincided with doing fill, uh, filling out my tax return that year. I got the biggest tax refund that I had ever gotten back in my life. And it was exactly wow. the amount that that we needed to move. So you really just have to uh, look at, I believe this is where the Bible meets the law of attraction because you really mm-hmm. have to have faith that this is already done. It's already done. That's, that's what you have to mm-hmm. look at. And you have to start living like it's already done, which means you can't be a, have that pauper 
face of, you know, like saving every paper towel, half of a paper towel and be, you know, pinching pennies and stuff like that. You have to be wise, and you may have to practice some delayed gratification, but, no, you, you, you have to act as if it's already done. Wow. Yeah, I love it. I love that acronym for faith. I'm always looking for new ones. So now you have a book coming out <laughs> December 17, 2016. It says your mama never knew what your mama never knew about men. Tell us about that. Yeah. It's a guide to uh, creating real relationships. That's what I subtitled it. And it's because uh, a lot of the ladies that I've, I've coached, you know, I do life coaching and mentoring, and it's usually – about relationships. They always have yeah. some issue or something going on about relationships. And, of course, a very high, a close first is self-esteem. Uh, so, And they do go hand in hand. You know, self-esteem is low. You're wondering, God, where don't I have my soul made in this? And then, I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, the first thing you've got to do is figure out what you're here for. What's the purpose? What's the plan for your life? If you don't know what that is, that means you need to go inside yourself, because I, I believe we get in trouble when we look out here in the world for yeah. answers, when every everything we need is right on the inside of us. And yeah. when, you, uh, when you start thinking about the programs, the tapes running through our head, what our mamas told us about men and relationships, and if you tend to look back at your mama's relationship, if it was not a happy one, if she was, you know, hopping around, to unhealthy relationships, you will tend to repeat that. And so the book mm-hmm. is basically teaching you how to walk in your feminine power and how to understand that and teaching you what a man is basically made up of, what his DNA is made up of, because it's a yin and yang balance. If you don't understand the masculinity and that masculine energy that a man walks in, then you may start walking in some of that masculine energy too, and you just clash instead of learning how to walk in your feminine power, which is much stronger than masculine power, and, and learning how to walk in it and balance. That's basically what the book is about. Well, it sounds like a good one. I can't wait for it to come out. It's going to be out just in time for Christmas holidays. So everybody yes, get out there. Yes. <laughs> So we're coming up on Thanksgiving, and one of the last things I want to ask you before I uh, have you to give our listeners information about how they can contact you and find out more about what you're doing is what are you grateful for? Oh, girl, I am just grateful to be alive at this point in time in this planet, you know, because there's so much going on, and I don't know what it is that – I, that was burst in me to be such a a, a seeker, um, and and I'm I, I have kind of like a, a calm demeanor in 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 anxiety situations and emergencies, and that's what I want to just. I'm always grateful. I'm like God. Why'd you make me like this? I'm I'm supposed to be all mm-hmm. up aired and nervous and mm-hmm. all the things I've gone through, but I just haven't been, and I'm so grateful for that gift. And that's kind of like, you know, what I like to teach people to to, to do when to, when I say go inside yourself. But I'm truly grateful for the gift of peace, girl. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I can certainly uh, agree with that sentiment. I, I, I'm like you. I don't know why I'm just always calm and those things, but I, I understand. I really do understand that. 
So now tell everybody how they can contact you and find out more about what you're doing and about your book when it comes out. Oh, okay. Um, I have a group on Facebook um, called Chicks and Nuggets. <laughs> and it was okay. a play on words, of course, but uh, it's a lot of ladies just dropping nuggets of wisdom on each other. So you can look, find me there. Um, our website is gileadmedia.tv. Um, so I, it's it's just in the make, you know, in the working. It's under construction, but some of it is open and live, and you can find stuff there. Um, and also on my Facebook page, that's my name, Facebook, of course, and the forward slash, my name, Latanya Gilliard. And then also uh, my husband and I have a page called Built to Last where we talk about marriage and um, working things out in relationships. So you can catch me on those. And I also have a YouTube channel with my name, too, Latanya Gilliard. And you, you guys need to get out there and look at that uh, YouTube channel. It is something else. I've had an opportunity to see some of the uh, things that they've uploaded, and they, it, man, it is something else. So make sure that you all find out more about Latanya Gilliard and all of the various uh, social media places that she's sent you to. Make sure you get a, a copy of her book when it comes out December the 17th. Uh, visit her at Chicks and Nuggets on Facebook.com. I'm getting ready to go and like that right now as we speak so I can become a part of that. And Latanya, thank you again so much for joining us here on Real Life Real Faith. No, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'm so honored. And um, anything that a woman is doing, I can try to truly connect into. And Alyssa and this whole group, love you guys so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love you more. Everybody, that's it for tonight. We won't have anything on next week because it's leading up to the Thanksgiving holiday. And when we come back, however, on November 29th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we'll be talking to someone about a subject that's often taboo in the African-American community, and that is African-American mental health. So see you then, uh, November 29th, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com with Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donald. See you soon. And as always, remember that God can do exceedingly and abundantly more than you could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Be blessed.